Heavenly Father, we thank you. You are the way, the truth, and the life. You are the one and only true God. You are Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. There is no other name by which man can be saved. I thank you, Lord God, for your word. I thank you for, for our time of worship. I thank you that we can come into your house and glorify your name. I thank you, God, that you have called us to gather here in your house and give you the glory and praise your name and worship you and celebrate who you are as the one and true living God. So, Lord, I'm asking that every heart would be open to receive. I'm asking, Lord God, for those who have been wounded, hurt, and broken. Mend the broken pieces, oh God. Tonight, may they know that they have a healer. May every person here know that there is a redeemer. May every person here know that there is a savior and his name is Jesus. I thank you, God. Holy Spirit, I'm asking that you would move and work. It can only be done through you. You have all power and authority. We give you the glory and the honor. In your name I pray, amen. And amen. Praise God. Hey, would you open up your Bibles with me if you have a Bible to Matthew chapter 4? My message is titled, Who Do You Worship? And I want to just really challenge you to think about some of the things that you have, have celebrated through your life, some of the things that you consider important and significant, some of the things that we give praise to, some of the things that we worship. And it's a very important question for you tonight, especially those of you that may not know Jesus as Lord and Savior, and who do you worship? In Matthew chapter 4, Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness, it says in verse one, and he was tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said some things to him, three specific conversations. But I just want to jump down to verse eight, because that is the focus of my context this evening. If you've got verse eight of chapter four, say amen. And if you don't have a Bible tonight and you're just listening, that's okay. You can say amen too. The Bible says this, the devil took him, being Jesus, up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world, the, the earthly kingdoms of the world in their glory. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. This is what the devil is saying to Jesus after he's fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. He hasn't eaten anything. And the devil thinks at some point, maybe now, he's weak enough to bow to me. And so the devil says, it. I tell you what, look, look at all of this. The Bible says the devil took him to a high mountain and says, take a look at, take a look at everything around here. He says, if you, if, you, if you just, if you bow, if you would just fall down and not just bow down, but worship me, the devil said. But then in verse 10, you got to say amen. amen. Jesus said to him, be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Him only shall you serve. And I love verse 11 because then the devil left him. And behold, 
angels came and were ministering to him. I don't know what the devil was thinking in that moment. He was clearly confused. For some reason, he thought he had control over what goes on here, not realizing that heaven is the throne of Jesus Christ and the earth is his footstool. So devil, you've got no control. Now the devil runs around roaming like a roaring lion seeking whom he might be able to destroy, to kill, to steal from. The devil is a deceiver. And as we like to plainly say, for those of you that may not know, the devil is a liar. You've got to also understand this. The devil has been running the same lie from the very beginning. I don't believe that the devil is a good liar. He's a consistent liar, but he ain't a really good liar. His first lie was to himself. He lied to himself thinking that he could be as great as God. Now, for some of you that may not know, but the Old Testament, Old Testament excuse me, points us to this truth that at one particular time, he was known as Lucifer, as an angel, a high-ranking angel. Ezekiel chapter 28 makes it very clear that he was an angel who was adorned with jewels and precious stones and very much so a musician, if I might say. The, 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 the Bible talks about how there were instruments that he was equipped with, whether built inside of him or the ability to lead in worship with the pipe, with the percussion, with the brass and the wind instruments. Apparently, he was a very gifted musician. The Bible says to us in the Old Testament that God had given him a position where he could go to and from, left and right through the kingdom of God. I mean, that's a pretty nice position to have in God's kingdom. Getting your worship on and leading in worship, arranging music, coming up with all different types of sounds. If you think we as humans come up with sounds, it, it, it kind of began in, in God's kingdom. And there was Lucifer, wind instruments, brass, percussion. Lucifer came to a place where he felt like, maybe I could be just as important as God. This is in Old Testament scripture and in the book of Revelation. And so the first sin actually happened in God's kingdom. It was pride. This idea that he could be just as important, if not more important, than God himself. And the devil been spitting that same lie to mankind all these years. Hey, folks, you can handle things yourself. He's been spitting the same lie today as he did in 2018, as he did in 2017, as he did 2008, and back on and on and on. Hey, you don't need God. You can fix matters yourself. Hey, don't worry about a higher being because you're a God yourself. The devil is a liar. If you think about it, we got a whole generation that has grabbed hold of this same lie 
that started out in the Garden of Eden when the devil showed up as a snake and he saw Eve and he saw Adam because I ain't going to put the blame just on Eve. I'm going to put the blame on both of them who were listening to this simple lie from the devil himself that said, you know what? You don't need God. You know, if you actually eat of this tree, it will open you up to the knowledge and the wisdom just like you are God. And he gave men the very lie that he fed himself, the lie that got him kicked out of heaven along with one-third of the angels because God leaves no room for evil. So he said, Lucifer, you out of here and all your homies are out of here too. <laughs> and then he shows up on the earth and tries to convince man that you don't need God. He tries to convince man that you're smarter if you just think through it yourself and you can fix your own situation. The devil has continued to roam this earth trying to convince us that if you just study a little harder, you'll be able to receive the praise yourself. If you get a little bit more money in your bank account, you'll be able to get the praise yourself. But what actually happens is, is you start worshiping money and not worshiping the one true God. Who do you worship? And so <laughs> the, the, the devil shows up and meets Jesus up here on the mountain and he's still trying to spin the same lie. Hey, hey, hey Jesus, if, if, if you just bow, and, and, and just worship me just this one time. I just, it, it's all yours. And, and, and Jesus says, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. The one true God. The one true God who is holy and righteous. The one true God who is love. The one true God who gave us his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross and rose again on the third day. The one true God who is able to handle anything that you're going through. The one true God who is able to set you free from sin. The one true God who is able to stand in the way of the lie that has continued to haunt mankind from the very beginning. And that is, I can do this myself. And pride definitely goeth before a fall, as Scripture tells us. But see, this worship leader was kicked out along with one-third of the angels, which we definitely know now as demons, and they're all on the same task to get as many people to join them in a place one day where people will go where they don't believe in the Savior, Jesus Christ. And that place is called hell. But see, God, who is love, decided to make a way, one, for people not to have to go to that place. And two, God needed a new worship leader. So God decided, I'm going to create a new worship leader. And if you look at Ezekiel chapter 28, he, he made this, this angel and this worship leader perfect, the Bible says. But 
the new worship leader was not simply made perfect. The new worship leader was made in his image. A new worship leader was made in the image of God. A new worship leader was created out of the dust of the ground. And the new worship leader doesn't have pipes and string and wind and percussion built inside of them. The new worship leader has the breath of God inside of them. The new worship leader is you and I. We were created to worship the living God. We were created to serve Jesus. You were created to give him glory. You were created to look like God. You were created to walk with God. You were created in the image of God. And when he created you, he created you because he loves you and because he cares for you. And even though we have fallen to the lie, God said, because I've created this worship leader in my image, I'm not going to destroy them. Matter of fact, son, I need you to go down and set them free. Wow. Because this worship leader was made in my image. This worship leader, I love them so much that I'm not going to lead them to themselves in their sin and darkness. I'm not going to allow them to be destroyed by the lie of the, of the devil. And so he gives us his son, Jesus Christ. And he becomes sin so that we might be made a new person. And when we receive Jesus Christ and he comes into our life, we're made a new person and we have eternal life. And we come to a place in recognizing this by faith, believing that we are now made a new person in Christ Jesus, co-heirs with Christ. We serve only one true God and he's taking us home and we're going to take our rightful place in glory with our Savior Jesus and we're going to worship him all the days of our life. So I ask you, who do you worship? I'm going to invite you tonight to know without a doubt who you worship. Who do you worship? Some of you have worshipped a lot of things, but not the one true God. Some of you have worshipped your careers, your successes. Maybe some of you have been worshiping a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Some folks worship their girlfriend. Some folks worship actors, movie stars, music artists. I don't know about you, but I've been on the block where a movie star steps out of their car, out of their, their all-black tinted SUV, and they come out there, they, they come out, and the moment they step out, we're, ah! Oh, my goodness! And they adore and they worship people who can't set their soul free. And we adore and worship other people. Some of us, we adore and worship ourselves. 
But thank God for his amazing grace that says, no, I've called you to worship me. Psalm 100 says this, make a joyful noise to the Lord. All the earth serve the Lord with gladness, come into his presence with singing. He's looking for worshipers tonight. He's looking for people who are going to be fully surrendered to him as Lord and Savior. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us. God made you. Not yourself. Not evolution. God made you. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Why? Because he has redeemed me and set me free from myself and my pride. And you have to come to a place where you humble yourself and recognize that you are called to worship the creator. You are called. This is your, this is your calling in life. Anything else that you worship outside of the one true God will never satisfy. It will leave you constantly empty and void of the joy that you can only find in Jesus Christ. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. So like Psalm 150 says, you and I have been called to take your rightful position as worship leaders. The devil lost that position, but now it's your turn if you just believe in faith. This is why we shout in the house of God. This is why we sing. This is why we praise. Not, not just to make noise just out of our emotion. We make noise in our faith knowing that God has created us in his image, breathed life into us. And even when we went astray, his son comes and sets you and I free and I'm going to praise his name all the days of my life. Praise the Lord, says in Psalm 150. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his, in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. What are his mighty deeds? His mighty deeds are he is a healer. He's a redeemer. He's a miracle worker. He's going to work it out for you. He's savior. He's going to work it out on your behalf because he needs somebody to give him praise. That's why he's going to work it out. Not for your own glory, but for the glory of the son, Jesus Christ. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. All right, we're going to need some music now. Praise him with trumpet sound. You see, Lucifer lost his position, and we've been given rightful ownership to all the instruments. So listen to me real quick. So if you're, ever if you're ever concerned or worried about a particular genre of music being of the devil, that's impossible because he lost his rightful place long time ago. We've been given full access to instruments and to creativity that glorifies Jesus Christ. This is why we put up a shout in here. This is why we've taken hold of the instruments and said, this is God's house and we're going to give him praise. Praise him with the trumpet sound. Praise him with the lute and the harp. Praise him with the tambourine and dance. Some folks didn't catch that one. That's, that, that's Psalm 150 verse 4. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Meaning God said, somebody better move some feet. Praise him. 
Praise him with sounding cymbals. Somebody better be on them drums real quick. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. It wasn't enough for God to say praise him with sounding cymbals. He said praise him with loud clashing cymbals because somebody has to make some noise. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. his name. You've been called to glorify Jesus. You've been called to shout his name. You've been called to sing and dance. Now listen. Oh, glory to God. Now listen. Some of you in here might be like, no, I don't, I don't got nothing to praise about. I don't got nothing to shout about. I don't, got, I don't understand all of this. Let me tell you something. God will not throw you out the way he did Lucifer. He will not. You were created in his image. Whether you want to believe it or not, you were carved out by the hand of God's grace. And I know there have been some people that have made you feel less than. But tonight... You are sons and daughters of the living God. And I want to invite those, those who haven't been able to worship, those who have been at a loss, those who are feeling empty right now. You see, when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, when you say yes to Jesus, when you receive him for the, for the marvelous, powerful, supernatural work that he did on the cross, when you receive him unto you, he comes inside and he gives you a victory song. It's not something that you can produce in yourself and your own strength within your own emotions. Faith rises up in your heart. Faith rises up in your heart and a victory shout happens. And you won't have to know all the lyrics tonight. You just touch, sing, hallelujah, hallelujah. We just, we give them the highest praise. That's the highest praise. That, that is giving God all glory and honor. And for those of you tonight, maybe you've been giving something else a hallelujah. Maybe you've been giving man your hallelujah. Maybe you've been giving a woman your hallelujah. Maybe you've been giving money or success or, or a, a hallelujah. Come on, if you can stop for a moment and, and shout when you see your favorite actor win the Oscar, if somebody can shout in this place knowing that Jesus has set the captives free and our God reigns and we're going to be with him. I don't have to watch him on a TV screen. I'm going to live the rest of my life forever and eternity in heaven with the living God Jesus Christ you've been called to worship you've been appointed to worship Jesus doesn't have a have another plan you are plan a that's it and so now let's just go ahead and rehearse knowing that we're going home to a savior and if you don't got a worship song tonight I want you to I want you to come up here because I'm gonna pray with you tonight if you're struggling you make your way down here right now and then listen, we're not going to sit here and watch, watch when you come down here. We're going to worship with you as you come down here. So come on. You feeling empty tonight? You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior? Come on. You grab a friend's hand and you come on. You're sitting down in your seat and you're, you're suffering from depression? You come on right now. 
You feel lonely tonight, you don't go home feeling lonely. You go home filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. You come on right now. Don't be shy, don't be ashamed. You get up out of your seat from the balcony right here to the main floor and you come and you worship Jesus. Watch what he does. Oh, hallelujah. There's a shout of praise in heaven. Heaven is rejoicing as your brothers and sisters behind you are rejoicing. Praise God for you. You have stepped forward to take your position given to you by the mercy and the grace of our God. Would you pray this prayer with me? God, I believe that you gave me your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for my sins. You paid the price that I deserve. I believe you rose again on the third day and you are alive. Live inside of me. Make me a new person. I choose this day to serve only you, to give you the glory, to worship you, Jesus. My life belongs to you. In your name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah.